Thanks so much for watching our show. We really appreciate the support. It costs a lot to produce, so we're asking for donations and pledges here on Patreon. Thanks again. Welcome to See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. And I'm Dr. Brett, and today I'm here with Christina Town, hi. who hi, <laughs> who was a college soccer player mm -hmm. and is a future life and holistic life coach, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. And also a future podcaster. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So tell us about your sports background first. Um, How did you start? Where did you start? And why soccer? Okay. So um, when I was younger, my mom was very generous and let me try out all different kinds of sports. So I played basketball, football, um, I did tennis for a little while, mm. but I decided football. Yeah. Can I interrupt? Yeah. Like, what kind of football? It was flag football. It was oh, okay. just like in middle school, but I got to be the quarterback until nice. I sprained my thumb. But oh, okay. it was fun. Okay. What grade was that? Um, like, seventh and eighth. Uh, okay, cool. Yeah. And how far did you, were you able to throw the football back then? Mm. Any idea? I don't know how far. I mean, probably quarterback and it's impressive. Yeah. I could throw decently far. I mean, if I, I would probably say like the length, the horizontal length of the Oh, it's like yard 40 box. yards or whatever. It's pretty, it sounds pretty good. I mean, it was good. I, I awesome. practiced with my dad, so, you know. Very cool. Mm -hmm. uh, what was your dad's sport? Um, my dad, he didn't do sports. He, he, um, he trains racehorses. Oh, wow. So that was. He That's his thing, training racehorses? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow, impressive. Mm -hmm. It's kind of different, right? Yeah, it was the family business, so wow. he just got into it. And Very cool. He just recently retired, so congratulations. Mm, congratulations. I do the tie thing. My wife is Thai, for those that don't know, so it's just a habit. Um, but yes, yeah, so you got permission from your mom to try out all these different sports, mm -hmm. and then eventually you gravitated towards soccer. How'd this work? Yeah, um, soccer was just my strongest sport, so mm. I decided to follow it. Um, I was playing recreationally like most people and mm. then a travel coach was recruiting and I tried yeah. out for his team and that's kind of I started a little late I, I started in middle school so yeah. I just it's not so there. bad right but like it's a little late middle yeah. school but right mm -hmm. and you played basketball too mm -hmm. yeah. yeah how long did you last to Point, point guard, shooting guard, what were you? I was point guard for right. a while. Wow, point guard. I like yeah. point guards. Um, I that was my like thing. I played for like two, three years. Oh, cool. Yeah. Very cool. And then you transitioned to soccer in high school for real? Yeah. Like that was your only sport? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just, I stuck with soccer mm -hmm. and um, I, let me see, I think I had, I had two injuries mm. in between my whole time playing. So my final injury was senior year. And so I didn't begin college playing, but my sophomore year of college, I decided to go play gotcha. for a university. And what happened? Well, how bad was the injuries in the injury or something? No, I, I fractured my ankle. Oh, okay. I fractured both of my ankles. Both of your <laughs> Not ankles? Not at the like, same no, time. Yeah, that's pretty awful. Those are, yeah. Yeah, how long did that take? It sounds like it took like a year or so. Yeah, and since I wasn't going back into sports, that mm. ankle is still just like a little funky. It's really yeah. like loose in its socket. So. Oh, really? Did they put like something in there? I mean, I've got a plate in my wrist. Like, no. No, yeah. nothing? No, so I there's no support for it? No. Um, um, I'm going to a massage therapist now, and she's telling me like the different exercises that I can do to strengthen it. it, but it's just... Has it affected other parts? Because I know when I've been injured in the past, it tends to affect other parts of your body. Does it mess up like your low back or shoulder, you know, because one part can screw with other parts. Mm -hmm. 
I, I think I'm learning that now, um, mm. that it's messed up, um, my, my hips, my hip alignment and yeah. particularly like my psoas muscle for anyone who knows what that yeah, is. Yeah. Well, tell us about the psoas muscle. The psoas. The guy behind the camera seems to know what it is. <laughs> yeah. A yoga instructor. So it's, it's actually really important. It connects your upper body with your lower body. Mm. So that's the muscle that wraps around kind of in like a V shape around your, your hip area. Mm. And it allows us to bend over and pick Got it. Gotcha. So. I think now, cause when I do too much forward bending, you know, when I'm watching TV, I'm always stretching. It's just a habit. Yeah. And I, when I bend forward for, you know, to try to touch my toes and stuff forward, like it seems like my psoas muscle gets stuck there because it's like I'm in two pieces when I, yeah. right? Unless I do the camel, like going the other way. Do mm -hmm. you do yoga at all or anything like that? Yeah, I do. Um, I had to stop doing every type of vigorous exercise. Like I, I couldn't walk normally anymore. From the like, ankle or from the? From my psoas. I was like oh, swinging okay. my leg when I would walk. Wow. So I had to stop. And wow. the only thing I can do is yoga. So that's been my saving grace right so now. no more soccer like soccer's done for or, now um, yeah. until this is healed because every time i try to go back and do any type of light jogging within two weeks i have to stop wow so this is pretty intense and when was this when did the psoas start to happen um i've been taking care of it for about four months now but mm. it definitely started probably a year ago gotcha Wow. And so tell us about the college experience playing soccer. You were a defender or? Yeah, yeah. I was a defender. Um, okay. I was a left back. Okay. Um, and Not my sport soccer, but I understand a little bit. Yeah. Go ahead. So my experience, it was the college that I went to, it, it wasn't like, um, a, I guess like a D1 or a D2. It was a lower level college, but I went because I was having issues with depression. Mm. So I needed to get back into a sport to get grounded again. Right. Um, so it really helped because I had the practice. I had the discipline. I right. was outside every day. Um, I had like a community and yeah. a team that I was a part of. Yeah, so. so amazing, right? That's like one of the things I always say is that when you get older, that's the struggle is... Mm -hmm. You know, I say older out of your 20s mm -hmm. because the team sport thing, you know, most of us have been injured enough that we stop playing pickup basketball. I used to yeah. love doing that. Right. And then you just stop. You, you stop playing tackle football with your friends. You just mm -hmm. lose these things along the way. And it gets harder friendship wise because you don't have that in common anymore. Mm -hmm. you know, some people play softball till they're a lot older, but even people get injured, you know, because they just go out every once in a while and they something gets you know, thrown out of whack or whatever. Mm -hmm. So as long as you can keep doing it, the better, right? Mm -hmm. It's more fun. I agree. I think it's wonderful that, um, I know a lot of my friends, they play indoor, so it's not indoor, indoor soccer. soccer yeah. yeah. So it's not, did you ever play thing. indoor soccer? Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Is it a smaller, it must be much smaller than the, yeah, it's really cause soccer like, like stadiums or, you know, the, mm -hmm. the surface is huge, it's bigger football. Yeah. It's like American 180, football. Um, yards. 180 yards are you sure feels like 120 yeah. but 180 yeah all right i don't know i don't i didn't know it was that big but i know it's, it's a lot bigger than uh yeah 
No, it's definitely wider and long. Yeah. Wider and a little longer. Yeah. I find it amazing when I'm on a soccer field because like we used to play a lot of like touch football and intramural football and stuff growing up. But when I get on a soccer field, because I didn't play soccer, I'm just like amazed how big it really is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry, it is 120 yards because oh, okay. we had we had a fitness test and it was 120. Okay, no worries. Yards. So <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, it is it is a little bit bigger and I've always I always liked that because I'm always like, oh yeah, the American sport is football, but like soccer is harder because we never get breaks and <laughs> yeah, the field's a little bit bigger. So Yeah. As a defender, do you get gassed? Like, you know, like the 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 guys that are pushing it up the you know. When you're defending, it's not, it, you know, I know you're running a lot, but it doesn't seem like you would get as gassed as, you know, some of the other positions. Well, it depends on um, the, the formation that your team chooses to play. So mm -hmm. a lot of um, the teams have been transitioning into using their defenders as like overlapping wingers in attacks. Ah, so there's more responsibility now. Gotcha. For sure. So. Yes, you get. So tired. is that evolved? <laughs> yeah, totally. So is that evolved as the sport has evolved? What oh, you're yeah. talking about? Yeah, yeah. If you look at videos from like, I don't know, maybe like the 70s and 80s, especially like professional soccer, they are just going in and tackling. Like it's more similar to football than really day soccer. Yeah, yeah. Because we aggressive. now, because I'm like a World Cup guy, because mm -hmm. that's not really my sport, right? So. When I watch the World Cup, I'm just shocked by how these guys seem to cry when they get hit. You know yeah. what I mean? And they act like they got like annihilated, like they're on a real football field and someone took their head off. And it's like they're, you know, they yeah, grab their, the rolling, their head. Yeah. And then they. The covering of the face. Like, and then, the, yeah. And they're just like wailing and everything. And then a minute later, they're back up and running. Like, yeah. so how is that? Why is that part of, so of soccer, at least? At the professional level. I know you didn't play professional soccer, yeah. but still. Um, I mean, it's it's more of a strategy to get the, the play, to get the play to go the, in your favor. But Does that work? Really, like, it works. I why really does that like work? It. I mean, ah. it is strategy, but um, it's they they do have practice for that to, to they actually practice like drama practice they practice I don't know like how much they practice the drama but they do <laughs> they do have the practice of falling and set pieces so i mean if it's in a good area they they do encourage you to try and get the foul in your favor right but um it's it's not my favorite aspect i'd rather you like play with integrity and play honestly mm. and just tough it out and actually like just be honest <laughs> yeah totally now are you watching a lot of soccer like premier league and all that stuff because you know we've talked about we have a, uh, one of my buddies is a soccer freak but mm -hmm. you know i mean that's his thing and he's just like the world cup and the premier leagues mm -hmm. and then the right he's watching it all the time do you yeah. actually stay up and watch like soccer from europe and everything i watch it normally in the mornings though mm -hmm. um typically english premier league or um anything that's happening with Spain and all of the Spanish leagues. Um, yeah, they're five hours ahead, right? Yeah. So you're doing early morning. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't follow like I used to just because life has changed. But I do still enjoy watching, even though almost all of the players have changed out. Everyone is like young and fresh. And it's it's nice to see. I mean, it's, it makes me miss it, you know, like playing and being able to go and, and push myself really hard. But yeah, what was the what was the hardest part? Was it the injuries of your like soccer career? What was the hardest part for you? Um, 
I honestly the the mental emotional aspect because mm. when I did get injured, I had to um, I had to make it back myself. Um, coming from basically two years off, and I had two months to prepare wow. to get ready to be playable to yeah. be actually useful to my teammates. Totally. Did you lose speed with the ankles? Like, um, I don't think I did. Mm. Um, just because I, it was my priority was to be back in shape. Mm -hmm. And then eventually with training for the next two years until I got injured again. Um, the other ankle? No, I, I like split many open. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's easy to get injured. It's amazing. <laughs> Some people are just more injury prone. And, yeah. Right. Was it that were they freak accidents or do you or were are you injury prone? No, they were just accidents. Yeah. Um, my my ankle was in practice and it was raining and like it. I just like we were doing some step over work and my ankle just slipped on the ball, so it just and then it rolled and you broke it. I have just a fracture, but it was yeah. a hairline fracture oh, in okay, my growth so. plate, so it's kind of important because that's mm. what will like um, if it. If it were to get injured and be permanent, then one leg would be shorter than the other. Oh, gotcha. So. I think like <laughs> at least one of us, one out of two of us probably has one leg shorter than the other. Anybody that's gone to chiropractic over yeah. the years, they always tell you somewhere along the way, mm -hmm. one of your legs is shorter, whether it is or not, I have no idea. But it seems like a lot of us have that. Yeah. Whether you play, uh, whether you fracture your ankle or not. Um, so, you know, tell us about like, you know, the the transition out of like, college and then into like some of your passions here around spirituality and life coaching and holistic life coaching. Mm -hmm. How's this thing developing for you? So, um, I've already mentioned depression, but when I, when my, um, soccer experience ended, it was my choice because when I did, um, split my knee open, I couldn't like make myself work anymore. Mm -hmm. Like I would go to the field and I would yeah. try to do my exercises to get back in shape. And like, I just didn't have the drive and that I'd never experienced that before. So yeah. that was like the moment when I was like, Ooh, there's something really wrong here. I should check yeah. into this. Um, fast forward a year or so. Um, I started listening to podcasts and I started Got learning it. about the mind, mm. body, emotional psychology aspects. Mm. Um, was that your first depression? Like 20, were you 22, 23? What were you at that time? Um, I was 22 and that wasn't my first experience with mm. depression. Um, my first experience was probably around 14. Yeah. And then it just like lasted. It's been, it runs in my family. Mm -hmm. So it's something that I'm aware of, but yeah. haven't really gotten the support. So I found mm. it for myself in podcasts. Got it. Interesting. Yeah, I've been through three or four depressions in my lifetime. One was particularly brutal. Um, I'm an identical twin. My twin has mm -hmm. been through probably three or four in his lifetime. Mm -hmm. um, it does run in families, as you know. And then when you've had one, you're more likely to have another. Mm -hmm. And they're pretty insidious, right? Because sometimes until you're more sophisticated, yeah. now your second one, you can identify it. Probably the first one at 14, I would imagine, was hard for you to know what was happening to you. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I was coming from a, a well-off family. Like my, my parents had worked their way up um, to be able to support us and take care of us. And like, we didn't need or want for anything. So 
Um, it wasn't like extravagant. But... Who's us? I thought you were an only oh, child. It's bad, but like who's the us here? Are I you count... a twin too? And no. just like <laughs> I just I count all of like, the listening to us. I'm like <laughs> all three of you. Yeah. Okay, I cool. mean we're we're a team. I yeah. I'd like to think of us as a team. No, that's awesome. I mean, I'm just because you know when like like when kids say us, I'm like siblings, right? Yeah. Or dogs, because I include yeah. our little family unit. I I include the dogs, mm -hmm. and even even the dogs that we babysit. Mm -hmm. It's like us, um, but yeah. So this one was pretty rough. This first one. Yeah, um, it was it was one of those situations where it's like, oh, why do I feel this this gloom and doom, and it's lasting for a very long time, and there's not how long did it go on? How long did the first one last? It lasted until I started playing soccer in college. So, so four or five years almost, like three yeah. or four years. Yeah. So was it in, in psychology, they call it like dysthymia when you have a low level depression mm -hmm. that tends to last for two years or longer. Major depressive episodes are, you know, a minimum of two weeks, but they can last a lot longer than that. But mm -hmm. that's when the symptoms are pretty more, more pronounced. Mm -hmm. The hopelessness, the helplessness, mm -hmm. right? Worthlessness, right? Trouble eating, sleeping, appetite, mm -hmm. whatever. Um, so was it more a dysthymia thing where you had a low-level depression that lasted? Or did you actually go through a major depressive episode at 14, 15 where you were just like in a major funk? Thanks for watching See It and Feel It with Dr. Brett. And stay tuned for part two of this interview. Remember to like, subscribe, and share with a friend.